Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantel, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homeschooling Homemakers podcast. I have a shout out to Crystal Ratcliffe. She is the author of the Bible study that we're going through at church, and I'm also following along with her as well. And I am currently on chapter eight. And the title of it is Victory and Defeat. Now, I won't give away the whole book, but we're walking through Joshua. And when I say this was the release of this book was timely. And the subtitle is Take Your Place in the Spiritual Battle. Now, before I get into this, I just wanted to read. I flipped the book over. I was like, you know what? I'm going to share this. And on the back of her book, it says, The Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Arise, go. It's a command that continues for the life of every believer. We are called to a deeper relationship with the Lord, a closer walk with Him. We cannot allow anything, sin, fear, unbelief, comfort, etc., to hold us back from moving forward with God. We must leave the familiar behind, trust the Lord for our future, and step out in obedience. We must arise go and take our place in the spiritual battle. Joshua, along with the children of Israel, will take us on a journey into the promised land. They experienced many battles, great victories, and yes, even some defeat as they conquered and possessed the land. Studying their journey will take us on a spiritual journey of our own filled with application for our everyday lives. Are you ready to arise and go? So, the ladies at church, we're on going into chapter three, but I'm on chapter eight. So I try to contain myself when we're in Bible study so I don't get ahead. And they're like, what? So I don't want to spoil it for them. However, if you're listening in, I am on chapter eight. And y'all, I'm trying my best to follow her suggested schedule, which is so good in the back. But it's like, I just want to do this whole book in like a day. <laughs> So thank you, Crystal, for writing such an amazing um, study. So the one thing that really sticks out to me, this study has caused me to go deeper. And I feel like beyond the book of Joshua, and I know that's probably part of her intent. Crystal, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, And so with that being said, I'll start off just say in Joshua and reference a scripture, but it's causing me like, okay, this really caught my attention or this really jumped off the page at me. And here I am, I'm over in a completely different book of the Bible chapter, like digging deep, like inductive study. And so that has probably happened since the beginning of this study. Like this is really, it's challenging. And I really appreciate how she doesn't just like hand us the scriptures on a silver platter. It's like, no, the purpose of this is for you to really study and go deeper so you can understand the word of God, the battle plan, and how to win the war that's waging against us. 
So I come to in chapter eight where it talks about their sin in the camp. And if you've read um, any part of Joshua, you know, um, I'm just trying to paraphrase this. They, the children of Israel, they were um, not obedient, followed instructions of, you know, what the Lord told them to do. And um, the instructions were clear cut and the consequences were to when they were to take the city of Jericho. And so they had great victory. That's the thing. They had great victory. And then immediately, almost immediately right after there was like, okay, there is sin in the camp. <laughs> so the things that we were, they were not supposed to do, they did. And if you know the story of Achan, his sin affected everybody like his family and fast forward, the sin was dealt with. He and his family perished in all of that because God takes sin seriously. And the secret sin that Achan thought he could hide, it was exposed. Like you can't hide anything from God. And if we are going to win against the enemy, that stuff has to come out. And the next section of this is where I'm getting to with the title of this podcast, Isaiah 41.10, is after the matter was dealt with, after obedience finally came, um, came forth, the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. And in her book, she says, he immediately, the Lord immediately reassured Joshua with a familiar charge, fear not neither be thou dismayed. This brings me to the scriptures that she challenges us to um, look up and to know what God promises us. And of all the scriptures that she has here listed, Isaiah 41.10 just jumped off the page at me. And I'm going to read it here in my Bible, the King James Version. It says, fear thou not for I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Now here, God chose Israel through Abraham because he wanted to, not because the people deserved it. Deuteronomy 7, verses 6 through 8, and then verses Four through six of chapter nine. Although God chose the Israelites to represent him in the world, they failed to do this. So God punished them and sent them into captivity. Now, all believers um, are God's chosen people and all share the responsibility of representing him in the world. God will one day bring all his faithful people together. However, we need to not fear because one, God's presence is with us. I am with thee. Number two, God has established a relationship with us. I am thy God. And number three, God's assurance of strength, help, and victory over sin and death is certain. Now, the biggest takeaway for me is in Isaiah, he's saying, don't be afraid. I'm with thee. Don't be dismayed. I'm with thee. He's like, I'm going to strengthen you. And so the other verses that she shared was Deuteronomy 31, 6 through 8. And some of the words are similar. Be strong, of a good courage, fear not, 
Don't be afraid. I am the Lord. I will go with you. I won't fail you, neither forsake you. De- Deuteronomy 31, 23, be strong and of good courage. He will be with thee. Joshua 1, 5 through 9, um, I will not fail thee. I will go with thee. Uh, be strong and of good courage. Keep the law. Meditate on it day and night. In Isaiah 41, 10, fear not. I am with thee. Don't be dismayed. Um, Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord. He heard me. He answered um, me. He delivered me from all my fears. And then we all know this one, 2 Timothy 1 through 7. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, even though they messed up, even though there were consequences, God still is faithful to us. He was faithful to Joshua. Even though sometimes we may go left and he told us to go right or told us to be still, he reassures us. I am with thee. It's time to pick up where we are. It's time to move forward. It's time to get to work. And in order to do that, we have to deal with whatever is going on in our lives. We have to deal with it. We have to get it out because that's the only way we will be able to advance the enemy. We'll be able to win, win the battle. And if we don't, we will suffer the consequences, if we don't repent, if we don't turn it around, we will suffer the consequences. There is no way around it. Scripture tells us he doesn't take sin lightly. He takes it seriously. So at this point, Joshua's like, okay, it's time for me to get up. And if you notice, he arises early. The early bird gets the worm. Gets the worm. I believe that. He got up. He got the people together and got them ready for the attack. And guess what? They experienced great victory because they did it God's way. We have to be committed to the Lord. Scripture tells us over in Deuteronomy 27, and if you flip over to 28 as well, the blessings and the curses, they're there. Read them. It's from the law. As Moses had instructed the people. Like, boom, here it is. It's in writing. We have no excuse. So when we do these things, this allows us to invite God in and for him to do the work in us, in our hearts. And just like with David, creating us, creating me a clean heart. Lord, search me. If there's anything that's in me, that's not, get it out, Lord. I repent, here I am. Cry out to him. Allow him to examine your heart. I love how she closes out with the very things that we talked about even before I got to this chapter. Ensure there's no sin in your life. We're not perfect. We're going to sin. But we have to be intentional about living righteously before the Lord. And so when you get a moment, just read Psalm 51, verse 10. When David prayed, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. That's how you win the battle. So in Isaiah 41, 10, meditate on that. Remember, we are to represent him. We 
are to be faithful until the day that he brings all his faithful people together. We are not to fear because he is with us. He has established a relationship with us. And he gives us the strength and help. And he gives us victory over sin and death. Y'all, I pray this has blessed y'all. Remember what the word of God says. He is with us. He is with us. Meditate on that. Even on the ones that I shared that are that share similar words. Meditate on Isaiah 41.10, y'all. Until next time, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.